to Know Your Money, where we will explore our relationship with money and how the psychology of it impacts our financial decisions, as everyone thinks about money differently. In our podcast, we'll be presenting a variety of financial topics in an easy-to-understand way, which we hope will assist you with managing your money. Welcome to Know Your Money, everybody. Hello, Craig. Hello, Warren. How are you guys today? Bron, very good. And you? Very well, guys. Thank you very much. Good awesome. to see you, Warren. Always a pleasure. Never a choice. <laughs> Never a choice. <laughs> okay, today is a bit of a technical one. So please, if you feel like we haven't answered your concerns or your thinking of it, just pop us a message and we can get into more details with it. Good idea. Um, today we are speaking about disallowed contributions. Now what this is, is in a retirement annuity, you are limited to how much you can put into it where you can get a tax break. Okay, so it's limited to 350,000 rand or 27.5% of your remuneration or taxable income. This includes your pension as well and your provident yes. and your RAs, all three of them. Yes. So um, it's limited to 350,000 Rand or the lesser of the 27.5%. So, like, say, for example, you earn less than 27.5% is less than 350,000. That is your limit, not the 350,000. The does maximum that make is, sense? The maximum is 350. That does make sense, yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, what disallowed contributions is, is if you put more than what your limit is, what happens to that money and how does that work? Do you want to head off? So this is a hidden gem and it needs patience. So it's back to the snowball. The longer you've got it, the more money it will be at the end of the day. But most people say, oh, I've done my maximum, my RA, my pension fund. I shouldn't put it away there. But actually, if you do put it away there, it's going to come back to you in a big way at the end of the day because you're going to get the compounding effect on your RA or your pension fund and you're going to get the tax breaks when you when you actually need them the most in retirement. So you're allowed to draw 550,000 rand tax-free. So let's say you've got a retirement annuity and it matures, and it's, there's 3 million rand in that retirement annuity. Now, you're allowed to take one-third, um, which is a million rand, but only the first 550,000 rand, if you haven't used any of that in the past, that 550 is tax-free. But maybe you've paid more than you should have paid in your retirement annuity, so those disallowed contributions, and let's say they've come to 200,000 rand over the period of time, you can add that 200,000, 200,000 rand to the 550, so you can get 750,000 rand tax-free out of your third. So it adds to what you are allowed tax-free. Does that make sense? No, completely lost. Okay. okay. Been lost for a while. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's, let's go back to the beginning. Okay, so you have a retirement annuity and it's reached the amount of 3 million rand. Yes. Okay. So you can withdraw how much of it? A third. One third in cash. In cash. Okay. But out of that, only 550,000 would be tax free. Correct. Why is it then you can have an extra 200,000 tax free? Because while you were paying your RA, yeah. you were allowed to put away the 27.5% of your salary as a maximum to get a tax deduction for it. Right. And let's assume that you put more than 27.5% of that away. So, and then SARS disallowed those contributions. And now you weren't, you're supposed to put away 
4,000 rand, but you put 5,000 rand in. So that 1,000 we disallowed, that 1,000 we disallowed. And so it accumulates a disallowed contributions until retirement you have a credit with SARS that says you put away 200,000 rand more than you than we allowed you to. So you got a credit. So now you can get that money now. So you can get it to 550 plus the 200, okay. 750 out, and it's under the million. Okay, now that in makes, our example, yeah, that makes sense in that example. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and then, yeah, okay. No, so that so the, the important side of that is, let's say you don't, you you can't use the disallowed. It's it's accumulated to a lot because you might have been doing this for thirty years and you've had a the compounding effect over thirty years. The disallowed contributions now in your retirement annuity is is, is huge. So now you purchase your living annuity, your, my pension. I'm drawing my pension now, but SARS still has its creditor against my name. So when I'm receiving my pension, they're deducting that pension from the disallowed contributions. Therefore, there could be a potential in the future where you don't even pay tax on the money you're receiving because you've got so much disallowed contributions. I I think I get confused. Why is it called, let's talk about the language, why is it called disallowed? Okay, so it's disallowed because they only allow you. Let's talk about a high net worth person just to make it easier. So let's say someone earns more than 1.3 million rand a year. Okay, that person is allowed to put 350,000 rand into a retirement fund. Into their retirement fund. And then because they put those contributions in there, they get a tax deduction on what they owe SARS. For that 1.3 million rand. Understood, yeah. Okay. So now someone decides that they want to put more than that in. They would rather put in 550,000 rand, okay? The 200,000 is disallowed. It's not allowed to get a tax break in that year. Okay, so it's excluded from the tax break. Correct. It rolls over to the following year. So, for example, that person then only puts 200,000 rand in. Then 150,000 of that 200,000 can be added to that tax year's 350,000 rand. Okay, okay. So then if we go back to the original example of um, the person putting in an extra thousand a month, let's say, so it was mm. yeah, 12,000 yeah. a year, etc. let's call it 200,000 by the end. Yes. Um, because they were consistently putting in the limit of, of um, what is tax deductible for them, yes. they're left with this lump at the end yes. when they retire. Correct. Yes. That is tax deductible. Well, it's a credit. It's a credit. Yes. Yeah. So now why would people do that? Okay. Yes. So the reason they would do that is because the money that you put into a retirement annuity, you don't pay any taxes on the growth. Yeah, okay. I remember that, yeah. So that 200,000 rand, whatever growth that 200,000 rand does, you're not going to pay taxes on it, okay? Right. And then secondly, what Craig was explaining is when you do come to now that time when you can take out the money, one third you're allowed to take as a lump sum and the tax-free portion is only 550,000 rand, but that 200,000 would have added on to that. There's then sliding scales, so the next million rand is taxed at this much and taxed at that much kind okay, of thing. Okay, so um, I'm allowed to take a third as a cash sum of my three million. Yes. Um, so I take the million. Um, the 550,000 of that million is tax-free, mm-hmm. um, plus my 200,000, which I've been overpaying. 
yes. this whole time. Yes. So I only end up paying tax on 250000 rather than 450000 Exactly. Correct. But now also, I got it. Also well what done. Craig was saying is very, very important. Every time you leave a company, if you take out your, from your pension or your provident fund, that is adding towards that is deducting from that 550000 So a lot of people get to retirement and think that 550000 is going to be tax-free, but it's not because you've done other withdrawals through the years. We'll get into that in yeah, a different episode. Yeah, that sounds episode. like a whole big thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then the disallowed contribution. So you can choose to, that million rand, you can choose to take 550 free and the balance of that, so the four hundred and um 50 pay tax on and then take that 200,000 to your living annuity. So now living annuity, we explained in another episode, you get a salary from that basically. Yes, I remember that. So now your salary is 10,000 rand or 20,000 rand. You'd normally pay tax on that. Oh, okay, yeah. Now that 20,000 rand, you wouldn't pay tax with that 200,000 because that's what you've got there. Right, okay, okay. Is that making sense? It does. It seems very complicated. So, Warren, the, the credits against your name can yeah. be used to offset the tax on your living annuity. So when you get your income, you can also use that credit yeah. to offset the tax. So you can do it in two ways. One, as part of your lump sum that you want to withdraw, or you can, if it's over and above or whatever reason you want to, rather receive some of your income tax-free, that disallowed contribution can be used for that. It's very powerful. Yeah. No, I, I can see. I can see. I've got to be honest. I think it's ridiculous you get taxed after you retire. Yeah. You're already paying VAT. The thing is, like, they've allowed whatever you've put in there to grow net of tax. And you've got the deduction for what you put in there as well. So it's yeah. been a – it's a tax – it's far more tax efficient than any other – Product And like the one criticism with it is that there is regulation 28, which means there's a limit to how much um, exposure it can have. But the fact that you can let that grow to me outweighs, Correct. outweighs the, yeah, yeah. You know, the, limits, the limitations on it. So the compounding effect and of the disallowed contributions is massive. When you're 35 years old, you don't think about it. But when you're 65, you would be thinking, wow, if only somebody told me that when I was 35, now I'm 65, I'm receiving my pension tax-free, which yeah. potentially could be like that. It's a very powerful tool mm. to make sure that you you minimize your tax in retirement. The, the, one, the last thing that I do think that we need to touch on is um, you do need to be aware. Like, so now someone might go, okay, cool, I'm going to put an extra million rand into my RA. Then that can be um, estate dutable. So what that means is if you pass away, your retirement annuity, you don't pay estate duty on, but your disallowed contributions, there can be estate duty on that, depending on who the beneficiary is. Right. So okay. if your children, for example, are the beneficiaries of that, they will, they may pay estate duty on the disallowed contributions. Right. Okay. Okay. Oh, good point. Yeah. 
And then, obviously, if they choose to elect that as a withdrawal, that's when they would pay it. Yes, yeah. But if they choose to carry on and rather receive the money as um, a living annuity, so back to that 20,000 mm. rand, yeah. they don't want to take the 3 million that's in there. They want to just rather keep the 20,000 rand. That disallowed contribution falls away from being a state dutiable, but you as the new beneficiaries don't get that monthly um tax savings of of those disallowed contributions. Okay, so that that only that's only in the case of um uh, the 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 person who had the the yes the whatever it is annuity contract whatever the one who paid all those disallowed yes. amounts they will only see the benefits if they move it to an annuity. Yes. But they they whoever's their nominated beneficiaries, uh, the children, for example. They right. don't see that, but what they do see is the not paying a not state, paying duty, a state duty, duty on yes. that, which That's is... Okay. Yeah. Again, you're looking at cost-benefit, um, yeah. Absolutely. But consider putting extra into an RA because it'll come back in 20-fold in the future. Right. That was hectic, guys. <laughs> I've got to be honest, but I think I understood it, and I hope, I hope the listeners so. did too. If they don't, please yeah, drop please us a note yeah. on our website us. or whatever. You're going to have a lot of questions now. Thanks, awesome. everybody. Thank you. Right, cheers, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Thank you for listening. If you have enjoyed this podcast and would like to subscribe, please visit our website, www.growthfp.co.za. The information we have provided in this podcast is our personal opinion. For more detailed information, please discuss your financial situation with a financial planner.